I've noticed that some people take a bulldozer approach to life, pushing ahead without much concern for consequences. I'm pretty much the opposite, overthinking everything. As much as I don't like the bulldozer approach, I can see that it is sometimes effective. Is there something to be learned from it? There are different strategies, it's true, that people use to get things done. And some of them are deliberate. You know, they, they stop and they think, what is the most effective approach here? And then they go for it. Others are just unconscious. They maybe adapt to the situation they're in, but they don't really know that they're doing it. it it's just what they're used to. And for other people, it's all they know. So they've maybe learned that it's effective or maybe their parents did it or whatever else. They've just absorbed it or somehow found it as an approach that they take to life. So there's nothing at all wrong with some conviction. Uh, however, it greatly depends on what it is we're trying to do and who's involved in it. I think this is the, the key thing. Because a lot of the great reformers in human history have had a massive amount of conviction. Whether we'd call it a bulldozer approach, we probably wouldn't because the bulldozer approach usually suggests being maybe being a bit too forceful and maybe non-consensual. Now, that being said, there is still a degree of that when you're reforming because you know human rights will be an example, women's rights, uh, racial equality uh, in, in different parts of the world. These are things that if you were to step back and just say, you know, please, will you do it? Unfortunately, that doesn't tend to work as much as we'd like to think it would. It has sometimes required at least a bit of a, a push in the right direction. Now, we don't want to just push. We need to have good conversations at the same time. Otherwise, people don't really know what's going on. So there's a kind of an educational part to it, I think, as well, as well as pushing, you know, when needed to, you know, make sure that the, the, the point gets listened to. So I, I want to kind of set that aside for a moment because I think that's a kind of a valuable form of pushing. And if all a person is trying to achieve is kind of getting back to zero, in other words, equality or neutrality with other people, well, then, of course, that kind of pushing is absolutely appropriate for the wellness of them or for the wellness of others when, you know, some people are just being, you know, damn right inconsiderate or, or, or are not giving the space. It is important to be able to, to, to get to that place. The bulldozer approach, certainly the way I think of those words, is very often where you have somebody who's not just trying to get back to zero, uh, but somebody who is trying to just push forward and really take what they want. And th this kind of attitude, um, as the question says, can be effective at first glance because, you know, you can see people like that sometimes succeeding and doing very well in the world, you know, just kind of, I see what I want, I take what I want, and, you know, I don't really care about the consequences. So we might see these people succeed, but the question is, is it at all a good approach? Does it actually work out for them? And is it something that we can learn from to some degree? So I think we can always learn something about conviction, but probably the main thing that's missing here is ecology and ecology is this idea that look there isn't just you in isolation there's you and there's the context that you're in there's the environment that you're in there are the other people the other agents the other living creatures that you share the world with and the whole thing is interconnected and the idea is that if you wanted to do a very good job of selfishness, in other words, if you really wanted to be happy, actually you'd find that one of the best things you could do is care for the world you're in, care for other people. And that includes you as part of it too. 
and caring for yourself would be important because that's not just so you can feel good. It's not just because you deserve it. But if you care for yourself, then what you can also do is be in a better position to serve the world and to contribute to it and help it. And in turn, it's a better place which supports you and you've got this lovely sense of interconnection. And we really are, and though we forget this sometimes, we really are wired to be ecologically connected in that way. You know, no person is an island. We, we, we are intricately connected with the world and the environment and the, the social world in which we live in. So when you take that into account, if you take a bulldozer approach, which involves something along the lines of just thinking about our own needs and then just pushing forward in an unecological way, and often this means a unconsensual way, this, um, from the point of view of the person who takes that approach, can it be effective? It can be effective some of the time uh, for them, at least in the short term, because sometimes other people won't notice. If you're taking other people's stuff or you're just kind of being forceful and doing what you want in the world without regard for consequences, it's kind of a numbers game because a certain percentage of the people just won't actually notice that you're even doing it to begin with. Out of the percentage who do notice, um, a certain percentage of those won't dare speak up. They'll doubt themselves or they'll just take too long worrying and thinking about it and being hesitant so it'll be too late and if you're dealing with land or property as is often the case in Ireland they'll push until the statute of limitations runs out or things like that this you know this is sort of the history of Ireland as a country and the history I'm guessing of the entire world from the traveling of I've done this is how possessiveness works um so so some people won't speak up and even out of the people who speak up a lot of them just won't win. You might have your, your team of lawyers or you might just uh, be able to confuse somebody long enough so the time passes by and, uh, and change doesn't happen. So you know, I'm in an interesting position in my work helping people in so many of these situations that are caught up in situations where there's disagreements and there's challenges and there's conflict and oh my gosh, it can be very, very stressful. So that's the problem. It does work, at least in the short term, enough of the time to give enough wins. And sometimes even the losers are offset by the wins. So it seems to be an effective strategy. Now, um, is it always an effective strategy? I like to think of it a bit like the example of crime, because they say sometimes the crime is actually very successful, but not necessarily for the individual criminal. So over time, criminality persists and grows and does well, but individual people get locked up or rival gang members are after them, etc. And it is not a nice way to live. It's not a pleasant way to live. And why would you even bother doing any of this to begin with? Why would you have a bulldozer approach? Why would you resort to criminality? Why would you take things from others? Why would you do that? Presumably because you feel the need for something. And that's not inherently wrong. You know, and maybe those feelings are particularly strengthened within you because you have a feeling of lack or because you've been taken from even in the past. So it's not necessarily that it comes from a bad place, but it's been exercised in a bad way. So the point is, why bother taking things? Why bother living your life in that way? Presumably, you would only bother doing that because there's some benefit. So the question is, can that same benefit be achieved in other ways and preferably better ways? My stronger argument would be absolutely yes, <laughs> in ways that make you feel so much better, in ways that are far much more efficient, much more legal, much less problematic, that don't involve stress. 
and very importantly, I think in this kind of thing that don't involve repression because most of the time there may be a, a few of us who are sociopathic enough to truly not really care about consequences. But I think for the most part, there's just enough repression happens that people are just maybe pushing down the consequences of their actions if they're being mean. They're not giving it the space. And the question is, where does that go? Is it kind of manifesting in health concerns and in internalized stress and tension? And then you feel lower. So you feel the need to try and achieve more than to make up for that. And it ain't a nice place to be. So is there something to be learned from it? There's probably something to be learned from anything. You can at least learn what not to do. And you can also learn from the strength of somebody's conviction. But what you can do is kind of separate that from the inappropriateness and take that and apply it to other things. You know, so human energy is human energy. It can be focused in any number of different directions. So it might be nice if we ourselves may be a little bit hesitant to act. It might be nice to kind of temper our hesitancy with somebody's forwardness or proactivity and go, okay, well, I'm not going to take it as far as they do because some of the things they do are damn right inappropriate. But I am going to some degree get a sense of, of how willing to be proactive and action-oriented they are. And if they're willing to be proactive and action-oriented about something that actually doesn't really matter that much, why can't I do that about something that does actually matter quite a lot? And maybe I can do it in an ecologically valid way. So I can care about other people. I can advocate for the world. I can care about myself as part of that. And I can be pretty strong then on that. And I can use some of that energy, but not in a way that's just self-serving, not in the way that's hurtful, but instead in a way that's kind of beneficial all around. If you found this valuable, do like, subscribe, and share. And what's your experience? Do you have any questions or topic suggestions? You can contribute in the comments, on social media using hashtag BodyMindSelf, or on JFL.com.